That was Elizabeth Hepburn with Children of Light. Welcome to Let's Find Out. The focus of this program is to have our hearts open to a universal, united, kind, loving, and forgiving planet. We've entered into a new decade and a new energy form, the transformational 20s. Let's all begin to strengthen the new energies on the planet, strengthen your intuition, and strive to live a peaceful existence, free from fear. What strategies, prayers, meditations, and exercise can you use to tap into the higher realms and receive messages from your departed loved ones, creating a higher vibration of living? When we are upset and confused, where can we find the answers? How can we know which path to take? The answers are here on Let's Find Out, with our spiritually focused format and guests. Each episode includes Elizabeth Joyce's weekly stargazing report, a guided healing meditation, as well as Ascension music by Richard Schulman. The purpose of every broadcast is to raise your personal vibration. Now it's time for tonight's program, Let's Find Out, with Elizabeth Joyce. Good evening. It's Elizabeth Joyce, and let's find out. I hope everybody's doing well tonight. And this is going to be quite a show. We have a lot of information for you. As you know, I have been walking you through 2022 with astrology and telling you about how we're building up to a crescendo in the last part of 2022, particularly September, October, and November. I sense is going to be huge for the world. There are many aspects that are powerful, but the main reason is that two aspects we've been dealing with since 2020 are coming back to the exact degree of impact. Aries, who is the sister of Mars, squares Pluto. And the sister of Mars fights against elitism, fights against inequality, She wants everybody in a society to be heard, and no one is to be excluded. 
The energy is very much about freedom, human rights, but she's running up against the square of Pluto and Capricorn, which is about power and control from the top down, the control of large organizations, the control of corporations, the control of governments, heads of state. And that has been the ongoing clash. And it's gotten down and dirty. So we're here to try to bring it up to a higher level. Similar, the hand in hand with Saturn square Uranus, we have had that all through 2021 and 2022. It will be an exact square by degree in early October. We'll be feeling this energy beginning with the fall equinox around September 21st, 22nd through mid-November. It comes to 18 degrees of Taurus, and that's Uranus, and 18 degrees Aquarius, which is Saturn. Saturn is about the past, the government rules and regulations, supposedly for your safety. Centralization of policy. Uranus is about the future. It's about freedom. It's about not obeying the rules. It's about decentralization and grassroots of communities. And communities get stronger and work together with each other. This clash we're up against. This is the class we're up against. And we've been experiencing this for 18 months or more. If you have to take those two very dominant aspects that have been long running, at least 18 months, that are coming back to where they started, we will feel this very, very strongly in our lives. It's really about individual rights and freedom versus the power of the state and of the individual states as well as the government. Be aware that it is a very strong backdrop. I wrote a book called Backstage in 2019 that explains a lot of things that happen backstage. While the show is going on and while all the diversions are going on, there's a lot of sneaky stuff and other things going on backstage. And we are experiencing this at this very moment. Uranus is a strong aspect of this year, partly because it's in Taurus, which means it's the same sign as our North Node. And that happened last year, which is the same sign as our North Node where we have to develop and grow in humanity. That's what the North Node teaches. It teaches us where we have to develop in humanity. Indeed, it was a conjunction on the North Node on July 31st and August 1st. And that is when Nancy Pelosi went to Taiwan. And that we're going to connect as we move along tonight. Very powerful, very dangerous. This aspect will be with us through February and March of 2023. Believe it or not, this is about quantum leaps in our evolution. Uranus transits show us where we have outgrown something. 
The urge of Uranus is to get us into a higher state of being, to move us forward. This doesn't happen gradually. It happens in quantum jumps, like lightning, all of a sudden. And because it's conjunct the North Node, it involves and includes our future collective directions. So this energy makes it very clear of what the purpose of Uranus is, and it also makes it very clear of what's happening worldwide. It's very much an inner process as well for each one of us. Sometimes we can have shocking events on the outside, which helps our inner process. The evolutionary jumps within, which many, many of us feel as we're experiencing right now. All of us are feeling this right now, just some of us more than others. Another important time with Uranus happens on August 24th. This is when Uranus becomes stationary retrograde. Whenever a planet is stationary and begins to change direction, it is like a huge slip. Remember that ship that was in the, in the canal over in the Middle East? It's like a huge ship slowing down, stopping, and then beginning to change direction very heavy and very slow, not quick and sudden like that planet usually is. But Uranus stays at 18 degrees, stubbornly drilling down. And 18 degrees is where it met Mars at the beginning of August, the day that Nancy Pelosi went over to Taiwan. So, if you have anything in your chart Please look. Look at your birth chart. If it's at 18 degrees in a fixed sign, which is Taurus, Aquarius, Scorpio, or Leo, you will be feeling a restlessness and an intensity, a desire for change. Or you'll have change imposed on you from the outside world. The energy will come in fast, out of the blue, because Uranus is speedy. So those few days around August 24th, which is Wednesday, are going to feel strong Uranus energy. I want everybody to be careful on the road this week and to be careful if you're traveling on vacation. Again, this can manifest as earthquakes, volcanoes, extreme earth events. It can also manifest as being political or create a financial earthquake. It can be shocks, surprises, sudden, radical news. The truth comes out, and the truth coming out can cause something unbelievable. Uranus is the planet of higher knowledge, and it brings out the truth and awakenings. Again, this can be an internal process, like an epiphany like letting go of the body very suddenly and unexpectedly. Uranus also deals with aviation. Aviation was my field. I worked in an airport for years. I loved it. And because it's squaring Saturn, there could be limitations 
and disruption in aviation. We've been having unusual disruptions at airports, cancellations of flights, problems with the staff, problems on the aircraft with the passengers, pilots, and the ground crew. Airlines go on strikes. There were a thousand flights canceled just recently during the summer months. There will likely be lots of aviation disruptions through the rest of the year. And the joke is, I'm going to the airport, but I may have to spend the night. Uranus is also about electricity, power, the internet. So again, we may see some rolling blackouts or even internet cutouts as we move through the next few months. Remember, it's also about electricity, power. And the purpose of all of this is to move us from Saturn, from our fixed state of beings, this more third dimensional reality, from our, we have to keep it the way it is, no changes please, same old, same old, into a higher state of being. That is what this whole square is about. And the Uranus conjunction to the North Node is always good to know and remember this. But the whole process has a purpose. Hang on to that as we go through this crazy time, this very upsetting time, and this unexpected energy time. The whole process has a purpose. It's interesting to look at the Sabian symbol, and I've mentioned them in my weekly astrology forecast. They are very beautiful and often quite descriptive of what's unfolding. And they were received or channeled in the 1930s by Elsie Wheeler and have been used by astrologers ever since. With these symbols, you have to round up the degree number. So if we look at 19 degrees Taurus, the symbol is a new continent rising out of the ocean. And for the 18 degrees, the symbol is a man becoming aware of nature spirits and normally unseen spiritual representatives. I think this is so interesting because Uranus is a new planet and Taurus is an earth sign. Will we be having a new land rising up out of the ocean? Will Atlantis appear again? It also could be a metaphor, the new earth, which has already been established on frequency level. Or it could be both. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But I think it all is mind-inspiring, and it's so very interesting. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. Now we're going to listen to our weekly cosmic tip, and then we're going to talk more about the new moon in Virgo. I'll be back after the tip. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out, and now it's time for your weekly cosmic tip. Hello, this is Elizabeth Joyce with your Stargazing Report, week of August 22nd through August 28th, 2022. With the sun entering Virgo on Monday, the lightweight feeling of summer change into one of 
focus, and getting things done. However, with the mind wanting to get back to business, the body and spirit really want to party one more week. Mercury trines Pluto on Monday, bringing fresh ideas along with some different and stunning solutions. Whatever is popping up in your mind today, this is an excellent day for brainstorming. On Tuesday afternoon, Mercury is in harmony with Pluto, which support deeper level conversations that help you to communicate some vulnerable topics. Tuesday through Thursday are days defined by creative, innovative trines, with the Moon, Neptune, and Jupiter harmonizing with lunar sextiles of Uranus, Mercury, and Mars, along with a conjunction of Venus and the Moon. Now, that's a mouthful, and the process may also seem slow and tedious. Wednesday has Uranus turning retrograde into late January. This has been building up for several weeks now, and the five outer planets are retrograde as well. Remember the summer of 2021, when this also occurred? Many people commented that they felt like a record stuck playing music or were just unmotivated. Sometimes you have to pull back to regenerate your energy before moving on to new things. And that should always be allowed because that brings in healing. And that's good. 2023 is going to bring us a lot of new things. And a lot of them will be very, very difficult to adjust to. Mercury moves into Libra on Thursday. Mercury will be retrograde in Libra and moving back into Virgo beginning September 9th. So start to pay attention to relationship conversations and your ideas on relationships. It will be interesting to see if this energy pulls us away from social Libra due to the resurgence of COVID. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Or maybe people will be stimulated to seek new social contacts and relationships. That's always good. Friday's lunar opposition to Pluto and Saturn puts your foot on the brake, bringing everything to a screeching halt. These vibes are compounded by Saturday's new moon, which squares Venus and Uranus. The new moon will be on Saturday, August 27th at 5 degrees Virgo. A sacred Sabian symbol for this new moon is a man becoming aware of nature spirits and normally unseen spiritual representatives. This symbol suggests that it's time to pull within and go with spirit rather than trying to figure everything out by yourself with the mind, which is always the hard way. Virgo is the sign of the virgin goddess. She has to do with service, purification, simplifying your life, getting organized, as well as your pets. At the very least, cleaning your closet or doing a body cleanse would really prepare you for the coming change of seasons. Using the spiritual destiny node of the moon, a pattern is formed in the sky called a grand cross or grand square. This is where you must look for at least four steps ahead before taking an action or you risk running around like a chicken with its head cut off, exhausted and disorganized. This is the crescendo that we're building up to that I've talked about all year. The pattern includes, I want my safety and security, which is Saturn, as well as I just want to be free and innovative, and that's Uranus. Love and Money Venus is seeking beauty, balance, and creativity as a part of this pattern. 
the spiritual destiny nodes are in play as well. And you have been setting yourself up since late July and taking yourself to the lunar eclipse, which will be on November 8th. And that's the same as Election Day. It's going to be very interesting. They have to do with overcoming Scorpio fears to live in the Taurus's higher values. This is a challenging new moon, and it's going to help you decide what is important to you and what you really need to release. Otherwise, the energy could lead to feelings of moodiness and insecurity. Sunday's grand trine between the Earth signs of the moon, Uranus, and Pluto offers an opportunity for exciting visionary thinking, but it's a lackadaisical energy as well because Venus opposes Saturn, and it could take the wind out of your sails before you even get started. To sum it up, even though you're chomping at the bit to get your projects off the ground, this week is better for creative visualization than for putting your ideas into practice. A good mantra is, best to stick to thinking instead of doing. Then you will find these days to be inspiring and invigorating instead of dark and frustrating. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Visions of Reality. The website is new-visions.com. If you'd like to make a call to ask a question or book some time with me, the 24-hour answering service is 201-934-8986. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. And now it's time to get back to tonight's program with Elizabeth Joyce. Hi, this is Elizabeth Joyce, and we're back right on time to continue talking about the new moon in Virgo. I've explained the energies. Now we're going to talk about Virgo and its part in this whole play. The new moon is on the August 27th at 4 a.m. Eastern Time and 1 a.m. Pacific. It comes in at 4 degrees Virgo. So look in your chart to see where it falls, what house is it in, and how it could affect you. The icon for Virgo is the woman holding a sheath of grain. So as we move towards September, our harvest month, Virgo is linked with harvesting. That's what it tells us. It's linked to our food for the coming winter. At the same time, Saturn is opposing Ceres, the asteroid ruling food and food supply. This is suggesting that some disruption in our food supplies worldwide will be happening at that time. I have spoken to about that with you, but be aware and plan accordingly. Make sure that you are well stocked with what you need. Now, the sign of Virgo is not just about harvesting food. It's also about harvesting spirituality. Gains in the work that we have put into our spiritual growth. I wrote my favorite book, Seeding and Nurturing the Garden of Your Soul, that could really guide you and help you in this. I suggest you pick it up. It's on Amazon. Seeding and Nurturing the Garden of Your Soul. It will help you harvest some spirituality. Virgo also rules our daily habits. 
It's ruled by Mercury, the planet of the mind, and deals with our inner self-talk and mental health. The negative thoughts that rumble inside our heads. I'm not good enough. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not young enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. Who do you think you are? Someone special? Who'd want to be around someone like you? These thoughts rumble inside of our head. And let me tell you, they are just not helpful at all. So the new moon in Virgo can help us develop some new daily habits. One of them is meditation, going within. You replace these negative thoughts, the negative habitual ones continually running around our heads have us running around in circles, to someone much more positive. When I worked with Louise Hay, we used to have to walk up a flight of stairs with a tape recorder, and we put into the tape recorder all our thoughts. And they were sim similar to the ones I just said to you. Who do you think you are? You're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. And then when we got to the top, we had to turn around and walk back down again, play the tape, and replace each thought with an affirmation, a positive affirmation. I am abundant. I have everything I need. I live in a world of magic and miracles. Whatever I need comes to me quickly and easily. Stick these affirmations on poster notes all over your kitchen and workspace area, especially if you're looking in a mirror somewhere. Whenever you think a negative thought, stop and replace it with one of your affirmations. It really works. It really moves energy. And this is a great time to do this for yourself because the energy is with you. So let me tell you something about Virgo. Virgo is your accountant. Virgo is the detailed analysis. Virgo gets everything in order. Virgo crosses your T's and dots your I's. It's absolute precision, getting everything right with the facts. And with all the fake news that we have endured over the past two years and years before that, this could be very eye-opening. So it's very good to get this Virgo energy in here and let it start working for you. This is going to be a very interesting time. Because as the truth comes out these next three months, we will be getting a lot of information that we're all going to want to sift through. There are two reasons for this. We will see Mars trine Mercury, which energizes the mind. So we will have a lot of new facts and information. And they're in air signs, which is really the top of bringing in new information. The information can be quick, surprising, witty, as well as frustrating and stressful. We may even see responses of anger on the social media, flare-ups, because Gemini is linked to social media, along with Aquarius. It can also bring in anger on social media. 
this will be a really big theme because Mercury, who rules Gemini, is sitting on the world axis at four degrees. Now, this is really important. The world axis is four degrees Gemini to the to the four degrees of Libra. The the Mars is at Gemini, and the world axis is at Libra. So, whatever information Mercury through our analysis Virgo brings to the forefront will be very important to the world because Mercury is sitting on the access point. It will be in front of the public in a bigger way than normal. So it's not going to be quiet or individual. It's going to be out there in the world. All these things that we're going to find out and have to accept first and then deal with. Mars has entered Gemini as of August 21st. That's today. And will remain in Gemini for eight months. Now that's very unusual. It's because of a major retrograde that begins at the end of October. Mars remains in Gemini until March 25th, 2023. This process will energize our mind. Mars likes to focus. It likes to be a single pointed focus. It's very good at that. Gemini represents air and is very divergent. Mars can scatter this energy, which is wonderful because that makes it extremely creative. I have some friends who are Gemini geniuses and they have a lot of creativity. They can multitask creativity. They can come up with creative ideas and turn it into different forms. I really respect their creative ability, but it can make you feel scattered, whereas Mars likes to pull it together. Think about all this as we move through these months, because there's going to be a lot of information, a lot of drama, terrible upsets heartbreak, anger, denial, as we move towards our coming crescendo. It's very easy to guess. <gasps> oh, no. <gasps> I don't believe it. <gasps> oh, how did that happen? But Mars is asking us to have mastery over our mind, to come back to the one-pointedness. At the end of the day, one-pointedness is what it's all about in terms of our mastery. This is very, very important for everyone. And it helps you keep your health and stress levels down to concentrate on that. What's also very exciting here, just thinking about that Sabian symbol, is one continent rising out of the ocean. You will see here that our solar system Energy operates on a day-to-day -day level. Our coming and going, our family, our work, our habits, how we spend our time, our thinking. It works on the personality level. This is a quantum level jump. This is where we are really having a sense of spiritual connection. At this higher level of consciousness, a spiritual connection to source, 
a spiritual connection to all there is, a sense of spiritual purpose that we don't always have on our day-to-day level. This energy is going to bring this to us, especially if we keep up with our meditations. I think there are a great many people who have had a long sense of meaninglessness. They get up, they go to work, they come home, they watch TV, they go to bed, and so on and so on. Every day, the same thing. There's an all-pervading meaninglessness around us very often. And that's separation. That's separating you on an individual level. What this new belt energy is teaching us, now that we have discovered them, is how to have that sense of purpose of quantum evolution jumps and our connection to and with each other. Holding hands across the world to create something really beautiful. That can be your new affirmation, one of them. We're holding hands across the world to create something really beautiful. And to remind us of the highest intelligence of divine source, the closest we can get to the mind of God. Spirituality is a dedication to the light, the light over the dark. And this is very much connected to world renewal. World renewal, a new continent rising out of the ocean, a new earth, a new consciousness. We are seeing an entire creation of a whole new world, a new earth, and a new consciousness. The universe is giving us a clear picture. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. We are now at the half hour interval. And so we have some messages for you. And we have a wonderful song by Bobby Darren. He wrote it just before he passed away. It's one of my favorites. I'll be back soon. Now more than ever, you need Elizabeth Joyce's Sanitizing Healing Spray. It clears and cleans viruses and germs, and it helps to prevent spreading those viruses and germs. Elizabeth's Sanitizing Healing Spray contains frankincense and sandalwood. You spray it as generously and as often as you need. You can order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. Elizabeth Joyce's Elixir Tea is really a healing tea. It's blended according to Ayurvedic principles and the chanting of Sanskrit mantras. So it assures a deep cellular healing, relief that flows from within. So drink Elizabeth's healing tea before you meditate. Order it online or call 201-934-8986, 201-934-8986. You're listening to Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com, Station 1. If Internet Radio has a name, it's BBS Radio, the number one live Internet talk radio on the planet. It's 
Let's find out. And honored guests come every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you'd like to call in and ask a question, dial toll-free, 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888-627-6008. If you're just tuning in and would like to hear this show in its entirety tomorrow, you can download it at the archive link at bbsradio.com forward slash let's find out. Remember, if it's not mainstream, it's on BBS Radio. So now, let's find out with host Elizabeth Joyce. Come and sing simple song freedom. Sing it like you've never sung before Let it fill the air, tell the people everywhere We the people here don't want a war Hey there, Mr. Black Man, can you hear me? I don't want your diamonds or your game I just want to be someone known to you as me And I will bet in my life you want the same Come and sing a simple song, freedom Sing it like you've never sung before Let it fill the air, tell the people everywhere we the people here don't want a war Seven hundred million, are you listening? Most of what you read is made of lies But speaking one to one, ain't it everybody's son To wake to in the mornings when we rise Come and sing a simple song of freedom Sing it like you've never sung before Let it fill the air, tell the people everywhere We the people here don't want war Brother Souls and Nitsen, are you busy? If not, won't you drop this friend the line? Tell me if the man who is plowing up your land Has got the war machine upon his mind Come and sing a simple song of freedom Sing it like you've never sung before Let it fill the air Tell the people everywhere We the people here don't want war Now no doubt some folks enjoy doing battle Like presidents, prime ministers or kings So let's all build them shelves Where they can fight it out among themselves Leave the people be who love to sing Sing a simple song, freedom. Sing it like. 
good friend Bobby Darren and I still think of him he was such a good person and a very very talented one okay this is Elizabeth Joyce with let's find out and we're gonna get back to it because I've got a lot to tell you in this few minutes the universe is giving us a clear picture of what's coming forward in our future this is very exciting and not the doom and gloom one that we've been shedding and it's everywhere today. All this is really inspiring. And even better when it can be laid out and explained to you. The divine plan is very inspiring. Something else I have not mentioned to you, but I think it's important that you understand it. It's the squaring of Saturn at 20 degrees Aquarius and Uranus at 18 degrees of Taurus is going to become tighter and tighter in early October and they will both be headed to the crescendo on October 25th when they meet at 18 degrees but Uranus is at the lower degree as the inner planets revolve around their degrees how the planets go around the earth as they revolve, they come to Uranus and pass it first. Uranus is first, so there will be a sense of change. Whatever. Maybe a breakthrough. Maybe something really hopeful. And then later, it could be hours or days or weeks. And then later, it hits Saturn. That's the reality checkpoint. Uh-oh. Oh, we thought we had a breakthrough. Oh, was that really the truth? We thought that was right. Then we hit a wall, a reality check. We come to a full stop or a stoppage of some kind. I want you to be really aware of that. Say it isn't so. Please say it isn't so. And I want you to remember something. Because ultimately, Uranus wins these battles. Uranus wins because it is the farther out planet. It is the planet of our future. And it is the planet that is bringing us the energies to begin to set up the new world. Please remember that. But we're going through a period that will last until November a very dark period, a very doom and gloom period. And it won't be absolutely over until March of 2023, and that's when Pluto moves into Aquarius and Saturn moves into Pisces. And, and are we there? Where's the breakthrough? Will we see any change? Oh, I'm so discouraged. 
oh, we just hit something else, some kind of a control mechanism. Be aware of this, people. Be aware of this, light workers. Be aware of this, listeners. It's part of the astrology, our inner growth and faith. Be aware that Uranus will win the day. It will. We get the lies, the whining, the carrying on, the hate, and the cruelty. That's what's happening right now. And we're going to get it right through the end of the year. And then as we move along, we're going to start to see positive change. It's going to take a while, maybe the rest of 2023 and some of 2024. But we will start to see positive change. Another thing is that Venus is in Leo, and it will be moving up to form a T-square with Uranus and Saturn. If your natal Venus is in the fifth house or the seventh house of your chart, this can create a push-pull to your love relationships. Do you want to stay in it? Do you want security and a sort of stability? Or do you want freedom and independence? It will feel like a seesaw. And it can also bring some volatility on the stock market, as well as in the relationship. So in September and October, we could have a change of currencies, because Venus represents currencies, and it represents the stock market. Another thing, Virgo rules fitness. How's your health? Can you feel safe and calm and happy when you have less, less work, less distractions? This is what's happening now. You have withdrawals. You have the time to withdraw. And you know what? That's a gift because that will help you work with your own soul's energy. And that is the most important thing that you can work on, your own soul's energy and connection and harmony with the higher energies and your blessed higher self. As we move along, what about your pets? Are you getting a new pet? Have you lost a pet? Does your pet need attention? Enjoy your pet and take care of your pet. Make sure that all that's in order. Taurus is also ruler of the land, so it's going to rule our borders, our national borders. Will new land appear near the Rock of Gibraltar? Will Atlantis stick its head up out of the water? Earthquakes can change landmass. We'll be having a few of those. What about the emotional common ground? Emotions can change when we're going through stress. What are the people? Where are my people? And how do they connect with each other? You got to watch your emotions. You got to watch your borders, your limits, and your invasions. And stay unique within yourself. Be there for others. But don't forget to put up your own boundaries. Believe me, all of them 
are going to be tested because of all of the craziness we're going to be going through. People will be acting a little bit differently than you're used to. Let's talk a little bit about Canada and their border with the U.S. This is going to, coming into focus in early October. Canada, in September, we can expect a confrontation in leadership and government in Canada and a change of identity. They could be leaving the Queen for their own independence. We'll just have to wait and see what unfolds. We'll go down to Mexico. I know we're having a terrible border crisis in Mexico, but Mexico is going to have some earthquakes and mudslides. I'm worried about the stability of Mexico, especially Mexico City. So we'll have to keep our minds and prayers there too. Another country that's being aspected is China because it sits on the mid-heaven at 17 degrees Leo. The country is being challenged because the Uranus-Saturn square will throw a curveball. Both Canada and China are going to get a curveball, and the leadership will challenge and possibly be changed. Again, we'll see a lot of speed, changing events, drama. We're just on the precipice of that kind of turbulence. Two more weeks and we'll be headstrong into it. So, our new moon in Virgo is very linked to the mind. Mercury. Mars in Gemini is ruled by Mercury. It's energizing and it's warlike. So, Nancy Pelosi, who I mentioned before, has her moon in Scorpio at 19 degrees. She was born on March 26, 1940, at 2.30 p.m. in Baltimore, Maryland. Her rising sign is 18 degrees Leo. And at the time of the October 25th eclipse, she can become unreasonable and irrational. She has a T-square in her chart. People may not agree with her, and she is upset. She has a lot of hidden enemies as well as open enemies. And she has been involved in scandals and will have more. She has a lot of trouble with her husband. Some secrets are going to be revealed about that. And it will be upsetting for her. And she made many secret deals in Taiwan when she went over there on August 1st. So everyone, something is brewing. Her chart is critical right now. This is the time that things will begin to unfold for Nancy Pelosi. She's going to have several legal issues. So we'll have to watch and see what happens there. We will have an awful lot to distract us. Oh, look here. See what's going on here. Oh, look there. What's going on there? What's happening? Oh, that's very scary over there. If we allow ourselves to get into that kind of energy, then our energy will become very scattered. We may give our power away to people, circumstances, events, on whatever we focus on. That's how quantum reality works. 
Your focus is like your food. It energizes you. And it can give you that which you absolutely don't want any more of. If you keep the thoughts and the negative vibrations going through your head. So we have to be aware. We have to begin to train our minds. Yes. There is a 10 by 10 drama out there. But I'm going to have mastery. I'm going to have the discipline. I'm going to turn inward where I can have a one-pointed focus. I have a one-pointed focus on my breath. I'm dropping into the heart. And I'm breathing love into every part of my heart. And then I will breathe out love to the world. Breathe in to your heart. Breathe it out to the world and world peace. We will be doing that meditation in a little bit. If enough of us do that across the planet, it doesn't matter what language you speak. The language barrier doesn't matter. This is energetic. This is a frequency that is much, much needed on this planet. We are coming together. We are building a way. We are building momentum to say, we want more love in the world. We want a little bit of that freedom that Bobby was talking about. Let's have a gentle, silent prayer for freedom. Please, just imagine that. Imagine we are all holding hands globally, around the world. All of the light beings, all of the body workers, all of the wonderful clairvoyants and channelers. We're holding hands. Imagine that. Everyone holding hands around the world. We are with other light workers, and we are those who want the same. Remember what Louise Hay taught. As you know, she was my teacher, and I worked with her for a long time. It was a wonderful, wonderful experience, and I'm very blessed to have been able to be with her. What you visualize, you actualize. It takes a tiny percentage of us, a tiny percent, to actually affect the collective consciousness for the better. As long as we're focused on the darkness and negativity, the stuff we don't want, it acts like a ball and chain, and it will delay the much better world and earth that we could be living in. See the new you. See yourself as an accelerator for the new earth. You've become a creator. Focus only on what you want to create in your world. The outer world will be tempting. There'll be so much going on. But all those emotions and those gas will lower your vibration. Then when you decide to see just what you need, and your inner world, turn inward. After that, it's so simple. It's so very simple. It's a quiet thing. Once you decide that you really don't need to be a part of all that loud noise outside, and that you really want to focus on your life, your family, your loved ones, it becomes simple. 
So very simple. God bless everybody. We're going through the most challenging times of human evolution that we have been through in all the lifetimes we've ever lived. We're going through the most challenging times of human evolution than we've ever been through in all the lifetimes we've ever lived. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. We've come to the end of the program. I'm sorry that we're a little over time, but I wanted to get this information out to you. And now it's time for our meditation. We're going to hear Barbara sing One God, and then we're going to have the guided meditation breathe into the heart. And we'll finish with Richard Schulman and his forgiveness. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back next week with more information for you. Good night.
breathing meditation to help you through these difficult times. Sit with both feet flat on the floor or in the lotus position. Legs uncrossed and your spine straight. It would be nice if you would raise your palms and hold your forefinger and thumb together. That's called your circuit. Close your eyes and start taking a deep breath. Allow your mind to flow down to your heart center, the fourth chakra. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Another deep breath. Release the breath. Another deep breath. Release the breath. Now listen. And listen to your name being called with respect. Say it in your mind with respect. The full name you are using now. Then take another deep breath and have your attention on the breath. Your new mantra is, I am safe, it's only change. Close your eyes and just imagine that you're breathing through your heart as if your heart were your lungs. Allow the breath to breathe you. Breath in. Breath out. Breath in. Breath out. Do this gradually and without force. The breath will go inside of you. Breath in and breath out. Breath in and breath out. Deeper and deeper. Very gently. Very gently. Feel the breath lifting you up. Up out of worry out of fear, into the light of bliss and peace. Feel your angels lifting you up under your arms, higher and higher. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. As you have the exhale, drop yourself back down into your heart. In the inhale, 
you're being lifted up by your angels. On the exhale, you're going back down into your heart. Up to your angels, down to your heart. Up to your angels, down to your heart. And each time you drop down, you're going deeper and deeper inside. You're raising up into the light, and you're dropping back down to your heart filled with bliss. Then feel the peace and feel the release of darkness, fear, and hopelessness. Every time you drop down, more of the darkness, fear, and hopelessness leave your body. Let the breath flow. Let the breath flow. Allow yourself to get very deep. The darkness and fear are melting. Breathe in and feel your angels lift you up. When you feel the darkness is gone and you feel the light, let yourself get very deep. And as you exhale this time, feel the love you have for a partner. When you drop down, send out a beam of that love. Breathe in. Feel the love you have for a child. When you drop down, send out light to that child. Breathe in, get lifted up, come back down to the heart and feel the love that you have for a pet or animals. Release the breath, send out the light. You're being lifted up again, breathe in. Now think of an ill friend that needs healing. Send the light out to that friend when you drop down. Breathe in, feel yourself lifted up. Feel the love you have for the nature, for trees, for our food and our green grass. Feel that in your heart. Take a deep breath, get lifted up. Drop down again and send light out around the world for a pure, clean planet. Breathe in, lift yourself up, feel the angels, bring down the light and send it out again for a pure, clean planet. Keep breathing in a rhythm. Begin to feel gratitude and praise for all that you have and all that you are. Feel gratitude for a raise at work. Feel gratitude for a wish being granted. Think of that wish now. 
Keep breathing in and out. See that wish being fulfilled. Breathe in, breathe out. Feel the gratitude. When you do, you are building your heart field. You are strengthening the fourth chakra. When you slow down the breath and feel the raising up to your angels and the light and the dropping back down into your heart and love, all of your body systems become coherent and begin to release stress. And your inner organs are going to flow together to the beat of the heart in perfect harmony. Feel the beautiful music. Let's do the mantra again. I am safe. It's only change. This time, visualize sparkles of light. Brilliant white light. Like a cluster of falling stars coming down and falling you and surrounding you. They are the diamonds coming from the twelfth dimension, the God Center, and you are being blessed, filled with light and protection. Your angels are with you. You're surrounded by white light, which is the Holy Spirit or the Chi or the Shakti, whatever you want to call it, and everything about you is flowing together in perfect harmony. You are raising your frequency every time you're lifted up. And when you fall back into your heart, you're bringing in the energy of bliss and peace. Feel it now. Feel the energy of bliss and peace. You will see everything around you changing. This exercise has a massive impact on your life, your personal health, your personal relationships, And your main gift is feeling the presence of your angels and God. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Keep your eyes closed. Stay in that position. And listen to Richard Schulman as he plays Peace. Peace. I am in the energy of peace. I am safe. It's only change. Take a deep breath. Stay in the energies.
Thank you.